Hello, thank you for tuning in to this segment from Picada Talks. My name is Peyton and I am your host. Picada Talks is a fairly new podcast created by the Picada team out of Madison, Wisconsin. Picada stands for Prevention and Intervention Center for Alcohol and Drug Abuse. We work in Dane County communities, spreading awareness, providing education, and working to create drug-free communities. We are hoping that this podcast platform will allow us to provide a quick and convenient way to initiate a discussion or simply share some information about substance abuse prevention and relating topics with our communities. I always appreciate and benefit from feedback and suggestions, so if there is a book or topic you would like to hear a podcast on, please email me at patent at fsmad.org. That's P-A-Y-T-O-N-T at fsmad.org. Our team is continuing to work remotely during this time to ensure our safety as well as the safety of our community members. We hope everyone listening is staying healthy and safe. This segment from Picada Talks is a review and discussion on the book, The Corner, A Year in the Life of an Inner City Neighborhood by David Simon and Edward Burns, originally published in 1997. The book was named Notable Book of the Year by the New York Times. David Simon is an American author, journalist, and television writer who wrote for the Baltimore Sun, the largest daily newspaper in Maryland. As a freelance writer, he has been allowed access to the darkest and grittiest corners of West Baltimore, where this story takes place. Edward Burns co-wrote the book and then collaborated with Simon on the TV miniseries, The Wire, which is based on these stories out of Baltimore. Burns is a former Baltimore police detective for homicide and narcotics divisions. The author spent years working with people from the neighborhood, and it is these people who this book follows and shares the stories of for one year. I really enjoyed getting to know each of these characters and thought the authors did a wonderful job really making them come to life on paper. The three main characters, Gary, Fran, and DeAndre, are all wrapped up in the drug world one way or another. Gary is a drug addict, and Fran, his ex-wife, is also a drug addict. DeAndre is their high school age son who begins to sell drugs. The book really takes a look at the effects of drug addiction and the drug trade in an urban American neighborhood. And I felt stunned at points by the hardships experienced by these individuals and how the streets of Baltimore demands just simple survival of its people. The book at times gets political on how the authors discuss and portray things like welfare, opportunities, and poverty. I won't dive into anything political here, but give it a read to see for yourself. So the name of the book, The Corner, refers to the corner of Fayette and Monroe Street in West Baltimore, a spot well known for the drug trade. The people of West Baltimore, especially on or around Fayette and Monroe Street, are struggling mightily just to survive. And escaping the drug market, which fuels their their lives, is nearly impossible. In the beginning, there seems to be some hope that 15-year-old DeAndre will rise above and not become a casualty of the corner, as Simon says. Hope is a recurring theme in the book and is something that you can feel amongst the characters. 
We see beauty and strength in characters like Ella, who runs a recreation center for the children at the corner, or Fat Kurt, who tries to protect his customers from weak or dangerous products. And this makes it feel like there's so many of these characters who are in situations that don't truly suit them as people. These characters are smart, they're caring, and they're just tangled in this mess of the corner. And you can really feel how stuck they are and can only imagine how stuck they feel. The reporting is so vivid. I never forgot that these are true stories and that I am reading the life of real people told through Simon and Burns. Although there were times where the stories became almost unbelievable because I could never imagine dealing with some of the things that these residents of Baltimore have to deal with and things that 15-year-old DeAndre has to deal with at his age. This book really touched me and made me think even harder about our system and how it works with or against us at times. The lack of social mobility and opportunity for the residents of West Baltimore lead them to the drug trade. There is a business and there's money there. These people are not choosing to be a part of this drug trade for fun, but because they have to in order to survive. It's how so many of them make a living. To me, this is a systematic flaw. How can we provide these individuals with employment and education opportunities so that selling drugs does not become the only option? They talk about the police department in Baltimore and how they focus too heavily on street drug trades and then therefore lost their vision of the bigger picture, which is safety in the city. Minor drug arrests were skyrocketing while arrests for things like robbery and murder were going down. The crimes themselves were not decreasing, just the number of arrests. When it comes to discussing drug use prevention, I think this book really got me thinking more so than most others in the past. Although I finished the book really with more questions than answers, I loved the way it got me thinking, and I think that was my favorite part of the book. How can we ensure children get opportunities to go to school and have real jobs so they don't end up on the street or selling drugs? How can we make sure children have good and safe role models? The incarceration rate of African-American men for minor drug charges is so high, and there are so many young boys growing up without a father figure and role model, and in today's world, that is so difficult. They need those people who can share their insights and their experiences because no other person can share that. When we talk about statistics and probability of young black boys being arrested and the, in the huge rate that that happens, how can we fill them with hope and not discouragement? How can we better educate neighborhoods with little to no funding on the dangers of drug use and abuse? These are really, really difficult questions that don't have a simple answer. If any of these questions really got you thinking, and you are passionate about finding solutions to these issues that are happening all around the country, pick up this book. It's saddening and heartwarming all in one, but more than anything, to me, it was motivational. I know I want to be a part of the solution for residents of corners all around the world. I suggest if you enjoy the book that you read some of David Simon's other books for they have similar relating topics. 
and to just continue educating yourself on the topic so that you can be a part of the change. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Piccata Talks. I hope you enjoyed the segment, and I will be back very soon for another one, so stay tuned.